0: This is Tanner from Shadow of the Cabal, and you are listening to the Redemption Podcast. I have altered this podcast. Pray I do not alter it any further. Proud member of the RPG Academy Network. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system. With Chris Berlew as the GM
1: and the droid R3A1.
0: Alright, fair enough. I mean, I think it's only fair if I have to stay out
1: of trouble, so should they. Andy Fox as the mysterious Duros Isla Zarla.
2: Yes, but this one has the subtle striping of... You know what? Never mind. Kaylee Young as the Twi'lek
1: Jedi Knight Corral. Well, we don't have to run out right now and beat people up. We can take a half hour for you.
0: And Michael Waldschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi.
3: Did you, did you find something comfortable, comfortable footwear? You found comfortable footwear. I, I, I don't believe you found comfortable footwear.
1: Episode 421, Split
0: the Party. Minor concussions, biting off more they can chew, and a deep dive into the seedy underbelly of Kanto Bite are pretty much the status quo for our crew at this point. But what circumstances could send Tazi to the hospital and Karel and Isla in search
3: of clubware? Right, we should try and track down information on the families, too. The dancer, the Zeb's mother, the, the dancer, and the... and uh... Might
1: be able to find out some of that from e one search, but... Uh, we could go look into the father and the mother. Isla, are you feeling a little more uh, stable?
2: I mean, I think the whim jam jamets are going to be fine.
1: Okay, probably another half hour for
3: yeah, Isla. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm some, fine. Uh, some I more was rest. joking. Are you sure? Yes. You don't have joking face on.
2: Ha <laughs> ha. I mean, I don't feel good. But this is. Well, we don't
1: have to run out right now and beat people up. We can take a half hour for you.
2: I mean, are we going to have to do that? We're going to have to beat people up. I like- don't know. That. We don't know. But we have to
1: go into some of the cedar areas of Cantobite. I mean, that... It's such a silly name for a planet.
3: I'm okay with it. Well, I think I think that's just the this city. I don't think the entire planet is Cantobite. I, I mean. I,
2: I mean, I'm okay with going into the cedar side of, of anywhere. Okay.
1: Well, it sounds like we have a plan, then. A1 will follow the data trail. We'll look in the, you know, wretched areas of villainy. Sure. You don't have to come if you don't want to, Atazi. No, no, I, I
3: just, I, like, I, this is necessary. We need to do this, but I, I, this is different than slaving a bunch of Wookiees that were clearly being bound and dragged around. Like, these are kids. We don't know their situations, so uh, I don't know. I'm having it this needs to be done, it's just I'm I'm it's it's different.
1: Well, I mean, they're kids. It's it's a little more it, it's one thing to enslave an adult. It's it's even more reprehensible to enslave a child.
3: Oh yeah, I I agree one hundred percent.
1: Well, and we'll figure it out. Hey, we're the crew of the Kralitz Fang. I mean, we've got a hollow net page and everything. We should be able to handle this.
3: Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, we need to. We
1: can need to take that down.
3: We probably, yeah. I don't know. Well, I know no, we need to take it down, but uh, I think we can leave it up. We just need to make sure that it's uh, full of false information. Let's re- let's redact some things. How about that?
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. A one. Can you add he's, that to your to do list?
3: It's. A, he's already. A one's on it. Yep.
1: Oh. Got okay. It. Well, one last thing to worry about. So it's evening right now. Let's give. Is this tired? Let's give her a, a little bit of time for a nap, and we'll head out once night falls.
2: Yeah, am I okay to sleep?
1: Yeah, you're okay to sleep now that you've had some bacta.
2: Okay, cool.
1: Do you want to sleep here, or do you want us to take you back to the hotel room?
2: Um, I, I'd i rather sleep here. Okay,
1: not the problem. Do you want to lay down there, or do you want to go back to your bunk?
2: I'll,
3: I'll, I'll walk her back. Okay. And like, kind of puts his arm under Isla's arm and kind of leans her on his shoulder and walk helps her walk back to the
2: room. Sorry I'm kinda accident prone.
3: No 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 it, you know, um thanks for not destroying the child.
2: Well so, yeah. so
3: was she she seemed very excited to be fighting you and you uh you did a very good job of, of holding back. So much so that uh you seem to have taken quite a beating in the process.
2: Yeah. Um yeah I'll be fine.
3: Your ribs, like, I, I, is that tender right there? Is a
2: yes, oh, yeah, oh, it's tender sorry. everywhere. Sorry.
3: Well, here, let's get you situated, and you can rest, and uh, and, and I'm sure that Bacto will help you feel better over a little bit of time.
2: Yeah, I mean, I spent several weeks covered in Bacto, well, yeah, I mean, right? So yeah, but
3: just don't take the pack off. Let the let the pack do its job.
2: So Isla will kind of snuggle down and uh, go to sleep.
0: And while that's going on...
3: What is Tazi doing? The conversation with the kids actually has Tazi, like, in the cockpit, sipping on his flask and thinking about his parents. Uh, the ship's comm goes off. Um, uh, Go for go for Tazi. Uh, is this Captain Ensign Tazi? Can I ask who's speaking? This is uh, uh,
0: Medical Director Saul. I am calling to inquire about your droid. And if you could perhaps... Find your way this way to retrieve him.
3: Uh, uh, uh our droid. You mean one one D four? Yes. Has he there has, been a problem? Uh,
0: he has been helpful with treating patients, but also revealing more information about uh, his experiences than our
3: staff is comfortable with. Oh yeah, I, I, I yes, I understand. I'll, uh, uh I'll, I'll come get him. Uh, thank you. Tazi finishes uh, his last sip from the flask and puts it down on the console. Gets up from the cockpit chair and walks down into the hallway and just kind of announces to the ship, I'm uh, going to get D4. I'll be back.
1: Oh, okay. Do you want company?
3: It I shouldn't be long. All right. And then uh, anybody on the ship will hear the ramp go down, and then Tazi's footsteps go down the ramp, and the ramp goes back up.
0: All right. What is Corel doing while this is happening?
1: Corel is actually doing kind of the same thing A1's been doing. She's on her data pad on the Holonet, kind of looking for information on the nightlife of CantoBite, especially trying to find out where people might go to experience more of the seedier side of CantoBite. Uh, and also the other search that she's running is like information on the kids' parents, if she can find any of that. Starting with the guy, you know, the person who's designing the track, what's his name, finding that, and backtracking it. Okay. You want the computers check?
0: Yeah, that'll get you the information that you can find if you want to know more about the seedier parts an underworld check.
1: Okay, so I will start with underworld. Wow, that is a lot of failures. Three failures and an advantage, so I really did not find anything. The advantage is, what little I did find, I realized is completely, it's all clickbait. It's its like, hey, come here for the darker side of Canto Bites and the naughty clubs and such like that, that are basically complete tourist traps. They're not hives of villainy at all. So so that was a complete bust. I'm going to do a computer's check against uh, the kids' parents okay. and see what I can find there. Same difficulty? Yes. <laughs> all right. I have a failure, two threats, and a triumph. Now, I'm going to say for the triumph, basically, uh, Carol was trying to get into some more, like, the personnel files for Dakar. And she tripped some alarms, which was what the threats were. And I'm going to use the triumph to offset that. Okay. Because she was actually smart enough to do her searches through an alias. So, they're currently looking around for uh, the Keebler wave. <laughs> okay. So I VPNed into the Keebler wave. I'm going to spend this light side point, and the Keebler wave is actually on planet. Okay. And that's where Corel's browsing came from.
0: Okay. Cut over to Tazi entering the medical complex.
1: Dr. Davis. Dr. Davis. Uh, hello. Dr. Dr.
3: Um, yeah, I got a... Uh, excuse me. I, I got a call from uh, somebody here at the facility. I need to pick up my medical droid.
2: Oh, yeah. He's the one that's been frightening all the uh, nurses. He's on the fourth floor.
3: Fourth floor. Thank you. I'll 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 go. I'll go get him.
2: Yeah, I think they locked him in a closet, so you might have to ask somebody for a key.
3: Oh wait, so the repulsor lift, sir. This way.
2: Yeah, that way. Okay,
3: okay. Thank you, thank you. You go up to the fourth floor. You're
0: greeted by a uh, security officer. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, right this way, hey, sir. sir. Oh, okay. Yes, please, quickly. He op- sure. He opens up a, a little closet, and there's one one D four. Master, how uh,
3: are you doing? I, I'm I'm good. Uh, D four. Look, I, I I think it's time for us to go. I
4: believe so. There was some confusion. I was told this was a supply closet, and I was coming in to get some medicine to help somebody, and the door locked. Unfortunately, they gave me the wrong directions.
3: Um, yeah, that that sounds like a real, uh, real, real bad coincidence. Um, strangely enough, though, it's time for for us to go. So, just uh, once you just follow me, we'll uh, we'll head out. We'll go back to the ship.
0: Farewell, Master. You get on that repulsor lift, and he looks over at you. May I ask a
4: question? Of course. Why did the medical staff seem frightened by the information I have learned from the grand experiment?
3: This may not make a lot of sense to you at the moment, D4, but the information that you gleaned from the, the experiment, that information is not necessarily how most medical facilities run their tests and experiments and I'm willing to bet that they typically don't take them to the extremes that you may have done during the experiment. So the personnel here is not used to such frank and possibly explicit detailed descriptions of events. That seems illogical. There are trillions of beings
4: in the known galaxy and possibly trillions yet to be discovered. We lost only 82 in the experiment, and 20 of those were during an escape attempt. This seems like an insignificant percentage to be concerned about.
3: It's not about the percentages, uh, D4. It's about the visceral nature of the work that you did and the sensitivity of organic beings to such information.
4: So it's my presentation of such information that disturbs them.
3: In part, yes.
4: Very well, master. And in the future, perhaps I should take one of the crew to help me relay the information.
3: So let's let's let me let me try a different analogy. You know, oftentimes people eat their their daily intake of food without considering the source of the food. They don't necessarily want to know where their Bantha steaks are coming from or how they get them. They just want their Bantha steaks in this particular case. You have a lot of information about how people's how how the systems of many different organisms work. And perhaps it's a sensitivity of organic beings that they may not need to know all the details about how all the systems work or want to know those details.
4: I think I understand. Discuss the treatment, not the methods to which those treatments were devised. Exactly. Very well, sir. How are the rest of the crew?
3: Oh, oh, they're fine. We're um, apparently we're we are going to be, um, uh, well, that's the best way to put this. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be freeing some children slaves from a captor. So, uh, so there's that. Very well, sir. How we'll many might be of assistance? We'll in probably this? need your help. We haven't figured the plan out yet, but uh, I'm sure you'll be a part of it.
0: He stands more upright when you say that, and his eyes get a little
4: brighter. Please let me know as soon as I can be of assistance to you.
3: Uh, certainly, but uh, just let's let's just head back to the ship. The hospital thanks you for your your diligent work, and uh, and uh, they 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 wanted me to let you know they appreciated the assistance that you provided. Relay
4: my gratitude to them. I believe is the correct term.
3: Certainly, I'll uh I'll send them a note. Thank you, master.
4: And then he walks towards the
0: ship, and he walks a little faster than normal.
3: Tazi follows with, like, his hand on his forehead, kind of a thumb rubbing against one of his temples. Back at the ship, Karel, uh knocks on Isla's door.
2: Yes?
1: Are you decent?
2: Why does everybody keep asking me that? Yes! Hey, um,
1: Tazi went to go get uh, 1-1-D-4. Okay. I was just gonna see... It. I was actually thinking if we kind of headed into town, we could, you know, maybe find a spice dealer or something. Maybe we could find out the one that Rowena's father uses and, you know, get some information from him. Uh, You know, just, you know, find our
2: way up through the, the chain of ick. The door opens and Isla is standing there in definitely... Not her normal clothes. They are definitely clothes to go into the underground dirty side. No jewelry, no anything of value showing. Definitely has a blaster pistol that she is holstering as well as putting a holdout pistol in her boot. And she cracks her knuckles and looks at Corral and goes, Are you going in that? If we have to track down a single spice dealer in a city this big... When we don't know anything about them other than this one dude buys from him or bought from him, it's going to take a long time.
1: Corelle's standing there in, like, her armor, which is, it looks leather, but it's obviously defensive in nature, and she's, she just kind of looks down at herself, looks at you, and goes, I don't really have anything, you know, that."
2: Well, at least put something over it so we don't come across aggressive right away.
1: Okay, Isla, you've seen every piece of clothing I have. I have my armor, I have my coveralls, I have two dresses, and what we just ordered. I mean, I could...
2: I know, and Isla throws some clothes at you.
1: (laughs) Okay, you realize you're taller than me, right? This... Wait, where did you get this?
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: It's... Like, a duster, but it's in my size.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. Huh. Put it on
1: curl puts it on it's kind of a light gray duster made of not really leather but it's like a synthetic leather so it's it's matte looking on the outside but it, it is a very light gray huh i mean it it fits pretty good yeah okay shall we
2: yep also keep your lightsaber out of view
1: Uh no i'm not actually even bringing it i don't think that would be wise
2: I think you're right, too. There's a lot of thievery that happens in undergrounds.
1: (laughs) I'm not worried about someone stealing it. I'm more worried about not blending in. You know, somebody wandering around with a a two-and-a-half-foot-long purple laser sword kind of screams Jedi.
2: Well, I mean, if that's how they swing, that's how they swing. I I don't know anything about that, and I make no judgments. What? So, let's go on. Okay, let's go. Where do you want to start?
1: Well, I didn't find out a lot about the seedier side of town. The only thing I found was this place called the Wanton Wampa, okay. but it kind of looks more like a tourist trap than uh, than you know. Right. A, a kind so of you're a...
2: right. We should start at the hotel.
1: Okay, let's start at the hotel.
2: We may have to grease a few palms of the workers, but we should be able to get some contacts there.
1: Well, we could just ask sure the concierge.
2: Isn't spice illegal?
1: Well, I mean, I don't think he. If we if we tip him, well, okay, maybe we could just find some somebody that. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, we need to find a lower level worker than a concierge. Okay,
1: well, let's go there and then we'll figure it out. Calm the hotel and summon our uh, sail barge. Okay, Yep. it shows up a couple minutes later. After you.
2: All right. We're not going to be taking this most of the night. This is oh. way too conspicuous. Well, just
1: back to the hotel. Oh, hang on. Yeah. A1, we're going out. Good luck. All right, he's on board. I shut the ramp behind me and we board the uh sail barge
3: and head back to the hotel. All right. As the barge pulls into the city, D4 and Tazi make their way up to the ship and Tazi glances toward the back of the sail barge and tilts his head for a minute and then shakes his head and then and kind of and drops the ramp on the ship and you see D4 and and Tazi make their way back on. And then the camera cuts to the sail barge. All right. Okay, you guys get to the hotel.
1: Okay, so when we get there, who do we t- I mean we... One of the, you know, one of the wait staff or... Well,
2: we need to see who's there. What they look like, how shifty they are, what color their eyes are.
1: What color their eyes are?
2: Yeah. If they're an abnormal color for their species, they might be a... A drug user. Ah,
1: okay. I thought you were just saying people with blue eyes are shifty.
2: But most likely there's someone... Because honestly, who, that, I
1: can not I can actually see that.
2: Uh, most likely there's someone who makes a lot of money funneling tourists into illegal drug dens and to other sellers. In fact, there's probably people who service the hotel discreetly for various things. Okay. Well, discreetly at least for drugs. I don't know if prostitution here is legal. I bet it is.
1: Curl pulls up her data pad real quick. And does a quick search on local laws. Is prostitution when drugs illegal? No. None if. of it's illegal. No. Um, Isla, we may have a... Well, I don't know if this is a problem or an opportunity. It seems that prostitution and spice are completely legal here. Actually, the law page on this says under construction...
2: Well, here's the thing, because we're not really looking for a spice dealer who would deal with people of what they think our caliber is at the hotel. We're looking for someone who would sell spice to someone who gets into so much debt, he has to get sold into slavery. I mean, we really have nothing to go on.
1: That's true. All right, let's just go find somebody who looks shifty-eyed. And then there's a montage of Corral and Isla at the hotel, wandering around. Like, Carell's, like, every time somebody walks by her, she looks at their eyes and looks back at Isla, shakes her head.
2: Okay, can I do an underworld roll or something?
1: Uh, streetwise would be a better one.
2: I'm much better at that, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna use touch of fate to add to blue. What is my difficulty?
0: Uh, just a two.
2: Alright, three successes and two advantages.
0: You see a couple of people that go up to the concierge desk and they're a little shifty and a little twitchy and they talk and kind of laugh and then he gives him some directions and they hand him some credits and this happens a few times going back and forth
2: um how smooth of a talker are
1: you well i mean there were classes on you know getting people to do what you want them to do
2: can you use your you know jedi power thing well,
1: uh, yes, technically, but I mean, that's really not a life or death matter. Maybe if, if, if we don't get anywhere, perhaps.
2: I will casually walk up to the concierge, being on the counter hype desk they're at, because obviously they have to be standing because it's one of those fancy hotels, Yes. and just say, are you the person to talk to to get some information? And casually slide 20 credits at them.
0: Good morning, ma'am. Afternoon, ma'am. W- w- what can I help you with?
2: I was just hoping to get some information on a friend of a friend who we can't seem to find. Their name is Jenna Dekar.
0: Whoa, I've heard that name before.
2: Well, that's good. That means you're doing your job. Thank you. And Isla smiles. Do you happen to know where we could find her?
0: He looks down at the credits, and then his eyes slowly move up along the desk. They pause midsection on Isla for a moment and then move back up to her making eye contact. She's, uh, she's probably at the casino that she's trying to build.
2: Okay, what part of Canto Bight is that in?
0: Uh, it's towards the north side of town, not too far from the new pod racing
4: track.
2: Oh, wonderful. And that's probably where a lot of people hang out. And a lot of um... a lot, of, a lot workers. of business people. Yeah. And what the hell, Isla will wink.
0: He blushes a little bit, then catches himself as his eyes start drifting back down.
2: <laughs> up here, buddy. Eyes are up here. Isla will will you know kind of put the twenty credits down and just say, "Thank you very much. What's what's your name? I didn't quite get it." Uh, Tio. Thank you so much, Tio. I'll be sure to stop by if I uh, need anything else. Okay. Okay. So. We probably can take public transportation, so it's less um, attention-getting than taking our admiral ship.
0: We swipe over to Isla and Karel, stepping off a little skiff
1: in front of the casino that's being built. It looks almost completely done. I mean, we're going to stand out a little wandering in.
2: Well, we're just looking for some, you know, an old friend of a friend, aren't we? Well, I
1: I guess, yeah. I mean, we could... Oh, they're building the pod racing track just over there. We could ask for information on the race.
2: That seems like a great idea. There might be one or more of us in our group who are interested in that.
1: So the pair of them walk up the steps. towards the. There's like a grand entrance. It's Like I said, it's pretty well done. There's some plastic sheeting hanging around, but it's, it's very ostentatious. And you can tell that if it was nighttime, it would light up and it would look like this glittering gem with a sweeping staircase and everything as we walk up it.
2: And the cat is following Isla. I thought you left that on the ship. This is a different cat. Can't you tell the difference between cats, Karel?
1: They're both orange. The last one was orange.
2: Yes, but this one has the subtle striping of You know what? Never mind. There are regional variants.
1: Okay. Can I ask you a a, a very sensitive question?
2: I I guess you can ask.
1: As part of your hunting duties, did you learn a force ability that would summon creatures? I don't think so, but I also don't remember. Okay. See so it's if you can, possible? Perhaps you could meditate on turning that off sometimes. Otherwise, we're going to have to turn an entire cargo bay into a litter box.
2: Well, what's wrong with that?
1: Would you like to explain to Tazi how we lose half of our cargo space because you have 18 cats following you home?
2: Well, they, they'll keep out of the snuggle pod. We keep, we'll keep that locked. Ye-
1: well, yes, but losing cargo space means he can't make as much money.
2: They don't take up that much space. They're if we cats. turn
1: if we turn a cargo bay into a giant litter box for them, then we lose half of our cargo carrying capability.
2: Fine, then they can all stay with me in my room.
1: Okay, that that's fine. I
2: I like pets,
1: and that's perfectly okay. As you guys enter into the
0: casino that's under construction, a tall Deveronian male walks up, holds his hand out. Uh, only authorized construction personnel can be in here. I apologize. We are not giving tours at this time.
2: Oh, I'm I'm sorry. We're we're not here for a tour. We're looking about. Uh, we're looking for information about the pod racing.
0: Report to the track. Ask for Zulara Atom. She oh. will tell you what you need to know.
2: And how do we
1: get there from here?
0: Go out the door. Hang a left. Walk across the street.
1: Okay. And you said Zulara Dakar?
0: No, Zulara Atom.
1: Oh, they told us to talk to, uh, the car.
0: He smiles. You don't need to talk to the boss. You just need to talk to Zulara and she can tell you what you need to know about the Padres.
1: Ah, well, apparently we misunderstood and thought maybe we had some other business that we might need to do. So, never mind.
2: Well, we'll probably catch up with them later at that thing.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll be there.
2: I was hoping to say hi before that.
1: Well, you know, it's not his fault. I'm sure he won't get into too much trouble.
2: And we just look at him.
1: He's just looking back at you guys. Charm roll? General
0: charm, go ahead. Yeah.
2: What am I rolling against?
0: Just make it red and a purple.
2: Two successes, three advantages. So I want to impress upon him that we are important and that we already know Dakar and that perhaps asking for the pod racing is just a ruse.
0: Okay. His chin kind of lowers a little bit and there's a very small smile he says if you're looking for the boss she is not here now you would have to check her suite but if you're friends you already know where that's at
2: well we just got into town
0: well i would recommend you start there i apologize but she is not here
2: that's all right thank you so much for your help
1: you're welcome and we turn and head back out
2: yeah, should we actually inquire about the pod racing? Cause we, we probably we
1: should, I mean, he, in case someone asks. We probably should go find out about it. And who knows, maybe Tazi wants to actually run on it. I hear there's a 10,000 credit prize.
2: Right, and that's just setting the the record. They didn't tell us what the prize was if you actually start winning races. Once they start, of course.
1: True, and we may need the extra money to free the kids' parents. So, yeah, it, I mean, that's not a bad idea. Let's go find this atom person.
2: So we will walk across the street.
1: Okay.
0: You guys pass the gate and you see a large garage past it, and that's where they have all the vehicles. You can see them lined up in there that they're going to use on the track. You currently see a Besculus walking around and an Utapun. Uh, Utapuns are very tall, gray skinned, red eyes, very long fingers. Um, in episode three, They're the ones that told Obi-Wan that Grievous was there on their planet.
2: So Isla is going to take a very confident stance and and look around. Does there seem to be somebody in charge or like that we can check in with?
0: It looks as though the Utapoon is the one that's giving instructions.
2: So when they're done giving instructions, I think we should just confidently walk up.
0: You'll catch breaks in between different instructions as... Uh, she goes back to looking at a datapad and organizing things.
2: We walk up to her, and I say, Hello, I'm Isla Zarla, champion of the Naeos 3 pod racing unit. I hear you have some uh, some work for us.
0: She looks at you, and she's taller than you, so she's looking down. I've never heard of that track. We are paying 500 credits for test pilots. And if you can beat the computer simulation, you can get 10,000 credits.
2: Wonderful! Do we need to go on a schedule, or is it just a come-as-you-are thing?
0: I do all the scheduling, and I expect everybody to be prompt.
2: Well, of course. Um,
1: question. Uh, to set a, a standard time, are you using standard pods, or does everybody bring their own? Whichever you prefer.
2: You see, we're here on vacation at the resort and we weren't planning on doing any pod racing but it's in my blood what can i say
0: well i've designed this track to be the most dangerous in the galaxy but the computer shows it should be able to be done in under three minutes and fifteen seconds the fastest time so far has been three minutes and twenty five seconds
1: i'm sure miss sarla can handle that when is your next available opening
0: i'm sure we could squeeze you in tomorrow i have my doubts that you can do it and about that time, you notice the besilisk has come up, and you hear her go, I think she can. She's kind of
2: cute. Uh, going to wink at the basilisk.
0: She blushes and puts all four of her hands up on her face, well, as close to her face as so she can get all four, and kind of ducks into one of the stalls.
2: Someone has heard of the Naos 3 circuit.
1: Well, obviously, I mean, it's it gets around. You're more of a spectacle in the core, so, you know, we're kind of on the outer edge.
2: Oh, that's true. So
1: tomorrow morning, we will be here. Uh, if you could have a pod ready, I can be here as early as 7 to go over it. Very well. We will see you then. My lady. And Carl gestures off back towards the street.
2: Isla will confidently walk out.
1: Champion of Neos 3? Really?
2: Well, it's not a lie.
1: Have you pod raced on Neos 3 before?
2: I raced things. Like... You know, like speeders and stuff?
1: Oh, okay. I mean, pod racing's a little different, but, you know, you should be able to... Maybe you and Tazi both could run in it.
2: Well, they're doing it one at a time, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, but eventually if they do a full-on race, you guys could compete against each other.
2: Should we have made a time for Tazi to come in?
1: Uh, no. He can come down with us and then make his own time.
2: Okay. I really like this... Pretending like I'm all that, I'm really not looking forward to the proving of it, I'm sure you're
1: going to be fine,,
2: but the pretending is pretty fun
1: it It does seem to suit you, yes,
2: yeah, why I don't know why lying comes so easily to me.
1: It's not lying, you're more of a playing a role
2: I'm more of an actor
1: exactly, so let's go catch up with Tazi. He was bringing d four back to the ship, but he should be back in the suite any time now. I'm actually kind of hungry. I could eat. Let's head back to the resort.
2: Do you think the place over there named Noodles, 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 Noodles is related to Noodles, Noodles, and Noodles? Or do you think it's just a coincidence?
1: We should probably do some investigating. I mean, Noodles four times could be even better.
2: I know, right?
1: Let's not get Tazi's hopes Let's Let's check it out ourselves.
2: I don't know. He would be so mad if he found out that we went without him.
1: Well, but what if it's not as good?
2: Well, that's an experience we should have together, isn't it?
1: I guess it's true. Okay, well, give him a call.
3: I go for Tazzy.
2: Tazzy, you won't believe what we found.
3: But um, did you did you find something comfortable? Yet yeah, comfortable footwear? You found comfortable footwear? I, I, I don't believe you found comfortable footwear.
2: We found noodles four times.
3: Noodle, wait, what?
2: Noodles four times.
3: Is it like a chain? Is it? I don't of know. Noodles three times.
1: I think it's one better noodles than noodles,
3: noodles, noodles. Well, you, you know, just adding a noodles doesn't make it better.
2: Well, that's why I'm. Call- Do you want to come down and try it out with us?
3: Um, I, yeah, I guess I, I can. I was just, I, I was just kind of relaxing right now, and I got we got D four back to the ship, and um, I was just having a, having a drink. But, uh, but yeah, I can. I can meet you where you at.
2: We're right by the new Pod Racing Garage. The
3: gr- the garage, the Pod race Garage.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. By the new casino? Did
3: you guys go to the casino?
2: Well, it's not open yet. I mean, th- this casino, obviously. There are other casinos, but uh, this one's not open yet. And we got some kind of a lead, I guess, that we could talk about.
3: Oh, no, that's fine. I'll, you know what? I'll be, I'll be on my way shortly.
2: It's just a pod race for you and Issa. <clears throat> what what'd you say? I, I'm actually not sure. Uh, we'll see you soon.
0: So the comm call ends and the camera stays on Tazi.
3: Tazi uh, walks down the hall from the cockpit and uh, heads to engineering, and kind of peeks his head in the door. Um, hey, uh, little buddy, uh, we're just um, the ladies. Let me know they were over at a new noodles place called Noodles 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 Noodles. Apparently, it's one better than Noodles three times. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna go meet them over there for a quick bite. Do you need anything or? Not that I can think of. All right, you want me to go with you? I mean, if you if you want to, I mean, it's it's nothing there you can eat, but not that you eat. You could plug in if you wanted to, I guess. I mean, it's up to you if you want to go. I don't have anything else to do. I mean, sure, come along. That's fine. I'm happy to have some company. All right.
0: What, what are they doing there?
3: I apparently they're getting they're eating. That's what you do at a restaurant.
0: Oh, so they're staying out of trouble. I have no idea. All right, fair enough. I mean, I think
3: it's only fair if I have to stay out of trouble. So should they. I I would agree one hundred percent. Anyone, let's uh, let's let's head out. All right. Then they head down the gangplank, and you, you know, as they walk away from the ship, you hear the familiar, and the ramp slowly rises.
2: A long, long time ago. Flight Risk Podcast is a Star Wars action play crime dramedy set during the Old Republic era, where an eccentric group of mercenaries are thrust into the dark and violent world of organized crime. As agents of an enigmatic count, they traverse the Outer Rim, and attempt to not only survive, but to find their destinies without losing what's left of their souls. Subscribe at flightrisk.simplecast.fm This episode's patron is David Dunn. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us.
0: Uh, hey, it's A1. Just wanted you guys to know that Redemption is played using the Star Wars role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Anybody ever wants to get a hold of us, the ship's comm code is at RedemptionPod. Uh, plus, don't tell anybody, but I put a Net page up for us. Uh, it's RedemptionPodcast.com. And uh, if you can get on your data pad there and like us on itunes google play uh maybe stitcher or whatever other podcatcher you use uh it'd be nice if other people could listen to us and if uh you ever want to support us and maybe throw us some credits uh you could visit patreon.com slash redemption i promise i'll use your credits wisely and won't go gambling really i won't don't look at me that way
2: hey one who are you talking to <coughs> Nah, goodbye. See you next time.